It's time to be the queen of your stress. With the queen of stress, Dr. M. Hey there, BQS listeners, and welcome to our 90th episode. I'm Dr. M, and this podcast is designed to help inspire change in how you see, manage, and use your stress. So you can be the queen of your stress, not your stress being the queen over you. In today's episode... It seems like a bit of a bad chiropractic joke today's episode, but in today's episode, I actually wanted to share with you a bit of a, a trial and tribulation of last week, which was uh, an old injury of mine, an old pain pattern actually came back to literally bite me on the butt last week. Uh, and I wanted to share a little bit more about that because one of the, and I suppose it's a carry on from last week of people making assumptions about what might be going on for other people or that there is no stress in other people's lives. And I think it's really important to touch on that because sometimes when you're listening and learning from various people, various mentors, coaches, experts, whether it's wellness experts or mindset experts or whatever expert they are in, is it's easy to think that they've got their SHIT together all the time, which is just simply not the case. I don't know anybody that has their SHIT together 100% of the time. As we learn different tools, techniques, and the ability to recognize and manage our stress early, certainly the goal is is that we've got it together more often than not. But last week was really interesting because I actually tweaked an old injury, and I'll say I tweaked an old injury that was actually part of the reason why I became a chiropractor. So there's two main injuries that inspired me to uh, actually go down the path of chiropractic and not go down other, uh, whether it was other healthcare modalities or other career paths. And one was when I was 14 and I first saw a chiropractor for the very first time. And that was following on from, some of you would have heard this story before, some of you would be hearing it from the very first time. It was following on from my dad's first stroke, actually. He'd started seeing a chiropractor. Um, his name was Dr. Ken Gunn. And uh, at the time, I was playing a lot of sports and I played sports most afternoons uh, whether it was cricket, hockey, softball, whatever it was going, if it had a bat and a ball, I was involved with it. But what was also happening through that period of time was I was rolling my ankles and spraining my ankles at least once a quarter and badly, quite severely to the point then I'd be out for quite a few weeks while it was healing and repairing anyway. Off the cuff one day, my mum happened to say to Dr. Ken, look, can you do anything for ankles? He said, bring Maria in for a checkup. So off I trotted as a 14-year-old to the chiropractor for the very first time. And I can remember it really distinctly, one, because my brother had tried to put the fear of God into me before I'd actually gone, which that's a story for a whole nother time. But two, because the first thing he actually checked was not my ankles, it was actually my neck. And uh, at the time I thought he was a little bit strange given that I had come in with ankle issues. But now obviously with uh, a better understanding of our brain-body connection and how cerebellum actually helps control our balance in space and that the messages and the feedback loop from literally our feet and our sense of space, uh, sense of self in space, which is called proprioception, has a lot to do with this, so this interference in our nervous system, how well that's all functioning. He also did address my ankles too, but the first thing he checked and adjusted was my neck. And actually after that first adjustment, I actually never rolled my ankles ever again, touch wood. Uh, but I, I don't even need to touch wood for that because I know that my uh, balance center is working better um, and better now at 42 than it was at 14, which is kind of cool. But I digress a little bit and get a little off track. That was one of the first reasons why I became a chiropractor because I can remember really distinctly walking out as I was leaving the adjusting room on that particular day, Dr. Ken saying to me, what do you want to do when you grow up? And I said, oh, I want to be a physiotherapist at that point. And I didn't realize at that point the differences uh, and philosophical differences between the two modalities and professions at the time. I had no idea. I was 14. And uh, the, the seed that was dropped at that point, and I'll say it was perhaps universe speaking to me at that point, is perhaps you should think about being a chiropractor. And it was 
from that moment, the seed was absolutely planted quite strongly. And where it actually seeded into, well, this is what I'm meant to be doing in my life, was as a 16-year-old when I injured my lower back really badly. I was playing rep cricket. I was in a representative Sydney team, and we were out in country New South Wales, out in a place called Wellington, which is a good five, six hours drive west of Sydney. And uh, it was the last game. I picked up a ball. I threw it in a really bad action to get it back to uh, the wicketkeeper. Sorry for those of you who do not like sports and have no idea what I'm talking about. Try and picture it. Uh, and I and I actually felt my back go in inverted commas. And I, I sort of hobbled off. And we got straight back in the car. The beautiful old couple, the brewers that used to older couple that used to drive me around to all of these different uh, events because my mum and dad had to keep our shop going. Is uh, I remember getting in their Corolla in Wellington and I remember getting to their house in Strathfield at the time and not being able to get out of the car and by the time mum got there is basically me having to be dragged out of cars because I, I literally couldn't put weight on my feet and so what was interesting about that then was then my experience with a female chiropractor that I went and see, saw her name was Dr Gaynor actually and it's amazing how these moments in time stick in your memory so clearly and I can remember barely being able to walk into the office and then on the way out going oh my god I can stand upright and took a few adjustments to get me back um, to to being able to stand completely upright but from going to literally as a 16 year old not really being able to get out of bed to being able to walk again was absolutely uh, my inspiration to then want to be able to help other people through my own experience with that. And what's fascinating about that though, and the point of that long-winded story was that uh, last week with a perfect storm of different stresses that were going on uh, within my world is my old lower back injury actually pop back up. Now, if you haven't already listened to the Breaking Bad series, which I believe is around the 50th episode, is which I've broken down my Breaking Bad pain habits and pain cycles and habits. Um, it's fascinating when we have whatever aspect of stressors on our system, and I break that down into three different areas, which is whether it's chemical, physical, or emotional stress. If you end up in the perfect storm of that, sometimes you can only, you only need one side of that triad, but if you are in the perfect storm of all three, it's amazing how old pain patterns actually can come back up. And there's reasons for that, and I go into a lot more depth in Breaking Bad than what I'm going to touch on today. So you definitely go back and have a listen to around, I think it's around episode 52 from memory, so I apologize if I've got that wrong by a couple, but it's a series of four or five episodes, which is the recording of my Breaking Bad uh, workshop, where, as I said, we talk about why pain patterns actually repeat themselves, particularly when we're under stress. But the short version that I'm going to give you today is a teaser, if you like, to make you go back and listen to the other ones is the fact is is that anytime we have a stressor on us and if it tips us into a resistance stage is that it can actually set off the old our body doesn't necessarily recognize that stress as anything other than uh, an alert that our body is under pressure so if we have an old pain cycle that has been repeating itself often enough over the years we don't necessarily have to have in inverted commas injured that area for that pain cycle to come uh, to fruition i hope that makes sense so over the last couple of weeks, there's been a few different things going on in my world, a couple of changes that were good that then kind of didn't work out, that then I've needed to change tact again. And just pivoting and going with the flow, which is, for those of you who know me or have been listening to me for a while, that's not been my old pattern. It's definitely a universe teaching me some new lessons through that experience. But through a couple of trials and tribulations that have been going on, some good stuff with all that too, and I'm very grateful for what was happening uh, because I think it pushes me and pivots me into a, a better position moving forward. So I absolutely have gratitude 
attitude around it. But that moving me into a resistant stage of being in a sympathetic dominant stage is that my my um, old injury flared up to where I looked like the letter L last Wednesday, which I always think is funny in the sense of as a chiropractor is when you're walking around like a letter L. If you see your local chiropractor or your your friendly a trusted advisor as your chiropractor uh, that is your chiropractor is often we do carry various physical injuries because of the physical stress that we place on our body through our hands-on work or in similarly to my case is we're inspired to become chiropractors because of our own health uh, issues and challenges and injuries that then inspired us to want to be able to help other people so it's that ongoing maintenance of the the structural issues but also then is understanding why certain pain cycles kick off Now, one of the things I was really pleased about over the last week, and some of you might be like, why were you pleased about being the letter L? One of the reasons why I was pleased last week is that whilst it flared up, it didn't flare up nearly as badly as what it has done in the past. And in fact, I recovered far more quickly within a day um, to being back into uh, just a normal straight up and down versus an L shape. Whilst I still needed to be mindful of some of the other things that I was doing, which I'll touch on in my de-stress and decompress this week, is that I recovered far more quickly. And what that gets me excited about BQS listeners is the fact that I am recovering and adapting better to stress than how I used to. Now, what the hell does that got to do with you? You might be asking in the sense of that's lovely, Dr. M. I'm pleased you had a sore back last week. I'm pleased that it got better. What's it got to do with you? Well, the things I wanted to highlight for you this week, BQS listeners, and the inspiration for this week is to be gentle with yourself if you're noticing old pain cycles popping up and actually take stock of what is going on around you, what stresses in those three different areas, whether that's chemical, physical, or emotional, might be playing a role in your body setting off pain cycles if it wasn't something that was obvious. So what do I mean by that? So for example, if you've got an old pain pattern come up and you know you didn't lift something stupid or you didn't bang your head on something or you haven't eaten a food that's triggered off migraines or you know that there's not that obvious reason why an old thing has happened, is just take the time to step back observe to get some perspective around it because it's amazing when you start doing that more and more often than how you can pick it up before it actually happens or how you can actually um, intersect it more quickly or interject more quickly so that you can make change around how your body is or is not adapting to stress at that particular time because the reality is, is even as a chiropractor I get back pain too sometimes and there's always a reason for it and it's understanding the big why around why that's happening in the sense of understanding how your body is going to be coping better and adapting better to stresses because that's the key to all of this. It's not necessarily about uh, whilst injury prevention is important, it's more around how to be proactive about understanding that your body is responding well to the stressors that are around it. I hope all that makes sense. So your action step this week, BQS listeners, if you do find yourself struggling or having challenges around old issues that keep popping up and they don't seem to be resolving is making sure you're getting the help from the right professional to be able to point you in the right direction but also to have that self-reflection because when we're tapped into our self-awareness around why certain things are happening it's amazing how often you know the right answer for example often when people come in to see me in my practice at inner edge wellness when they're you know when i can sense something's going on and it's it's clear from how their body's responding something different has happened is you know the first thing i say is what's happened since i've seen you last or what's going on for you and often people go oh nothing i haven't done anything in particular i said what stress 
is going on at the moment. And then they, they'll go, oh, well, this, this, and this is going on. I'll go, okay, this might be part of the reason why you're in this current state. And then we can actually move forward in addressing the structural issues, but also then having the reflection of what's going on in those other areas of stress, whether that's chemical or emotional, that is going to help get that pain cycle to calm its farm. So that's your action step this week, BQS listeners. Now, before I go for today, my top five is uh, music this week, high rotation up loud, particularly on my drive up to Newcastle uh, on Friday. I've just come back from, I haven't just, I have come back from getting to present at the Wellness Couches Wellness Base Camp in Newcastle, which was an awesome day. Uh, You might hear the energy in my voice. And uh, part of the reason why I think I am so, in fact, I know I am so energized this morning is there's something very special about hanging out in a room of, well, there's about 180 people there yesterday, a room of 180 people of like-minded souls who are higher energy vibration and that are looking to be proactive in their life and their health. It It is energizing every day of the week. If I, I could sit in that bubble all the time, I definitely would. So on the way up to Newcastle, high rotation, up loud, Probably if people were driving past me, saw me dancing in the car, um, seat dancing, obviously, because you can't stand up in the car, was one touch by Jess Glynn, who um, she's on high rotation on all my top fives. She comes and goes out of it quite regularly. Uh, book this week, again, full transparency, was not reading last week. I was uh, resting and repairing and watching a new uh, series on Netflix last week, which was actually really cool. That's a story for another time. It brought up some interesting things. Um, and de-stress of last week and decompress for last week was actually resting, uh, listening to my my body, not pushing and going to the gym and really having that self-awareness, particularly on the Wednesday morning when I woke up not feeling great, was was I being was I looking for excuses or was I actually going to do more damage by going to the gym? And um I I went through all my normal routines. I got up, had a shower, I got dressed, I really sat in that thought of I could be going right now, but what is the best thing? What's going to serve me best? And last week it was to rest and uh, and having a couple of days out of the gym to allow that uh, physical stress to settle back down, uh, which my go-to now, which as those of you who've been listening for a long time would understand, my go-to in the past would have been to rest seven days a week uh, and not go at all, whereas my go-to now is to more likely to be, to push through things. And uh, and so my lesson and my de-stress of last week was to actually just be gentle with myself and be okay with the fact that my routines were changing. But what I did do, folks, was I changed that around where I took myself down to the beach. Some of you who follow me on my Dr. Maria Z Instagram uh, feed, you would have noticed photos of the sunrise uh, or pretty close to the sunrise anyway. So instead of going to the gym last week, what I was doing was taking Atlas for a walk down by the water and actually getting that morning sunlight onto me as well, which that is a story for another time. And I am super excited that uh, we might have an interview series coming up with a very, very clever guy um, around the importance of particularly morning sunshine but don't want to drop that too early because that needs to get confirmed first i'm very confident it will happen though so quote for this week is uh, it's by the famous author anon taking time to do nothing often brings everything into perspective and last week i definitely took some time out to get that perspective and pushed a couple of things around to give me the space to be able to do that which was super super helpful so my final thought for this week bqs listeners is If you are noticing old pain patterns popping up is to take the time to step back and really take stock of what's going on physically, chemically and and emotionally right now. What stressors are perhaps creating a perfect storm that they're setting off old pain cycles. So that's it for this week, BQS listeners. Bye for now and I'll catch you next week. 
Well, that's it for today's podcast, BQS listeners. Thanks again for joining us. Remember, if you would like to subscribe, make sure you hit subscribe on iTunes. And if you want to stay in touch, check out our Facebook page, The Queen of Stress, or on our Insta, The Queen of Stress. For more information and show notes, be sure to go to thequeenofstress.com to continue our journey together. Hope you have a fabulous week and I'll catch you next time. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.